Listen to the curve. Welcome to Midworld. Let's Palabar. What is going on, everybody? This is To the Curve, and welcome. What's Palabar? Midworld. 38 degrees. 5:41 a.m. Uh, it's freaking cold. Um, yeah, I probably went to bed a little late yesterday. Um, man, it seems like I went to bed. Oh, now it's went farther. Um, roads may be icy and device with, uh, drive with care. So now it's reading 37 and flashing the uh, snow icon on the roads. Uh, and it's going to drop further because I heard icy conditions. So mid-world here, it's, uh, it's might be cold uh, for April. Uh, of course, I did see uh, one year here in mid-world tornadoes in December with snow on the ground. So, yeah, there's that. <laughs> Uh, so, have you got, I'm off topic, let's, let's break away from true crime. We do have a little bit of true crime to speak about, um, with a missing person, um, but you guys ain't gonna hear this till after I get it uploaded, so, I mean, right? Alright, let's get her out of here. Charlene Morrow, uh, has been missing, let me find her mama's page, uh, for whatever reason I do not have the, the missing person. Uh, photo. Uh, let's go to Julie's page. Um, oh man. Now I'm all out of fucking whack. Let's see if we can play this. Cool FM, online.com. I am on location here in Sierra Vista, Arizona, at the residence of this lady right here, Charlene Morrow. Charlene Morrow. Age 32, height 5'3", 100 pounds. I hope you guys can hear that Black hair, there. although it is cut shorter now, according to her mother. But this is what she generally looks like. This is a picture from about three years ago. And I am right now actually in her apartment because her mom, uh, this is her mom uh, right here joining me right now, Julie. Right. Uh, Julie Morrow. Uh, Julie, you've been basically pleading uh, with the public and trying to get the word out about your daughter who is is missing. And she's She was last seen Sunday, right? Right. She was last seen in on Sunday. What are the circumstances of the situation? And, and can you go into a little bit more detail? She is scared for her life. So... She showed up at a friend's house. They took off. She told the friend, "We've got to go. They're following me." See, and they stopped at a convenience store, the Quick Pick, off of Creekcroft and River. And my daughter got upset and says, "They're going to get me." And she jumped out of the car on her own and took off running. That was the last time anybody has seen her. She was wearing a purple shirt, long sleeve Adidas, a black jacket, blue jeans, and the pause button. So this is different than what the missing poster says. And this is the problem with most missing person cases is you get a totally different story than what is normally released. She's in fear for her life uh, that somebody's going to get her. Now either she's hallucinating or... Uh, she is telling the truth. Uh, according to when I spoke to her mother earlier, um, Julie had uh, mentioned that uh, the ex ex boyfriend. I think it is. I don't think they uh, they were married, but ex boyfriend. Um, his name is Mark Goldner. G o u l d n e r. Um, got full full custody uh, of of their child <laughs> and rightly I don't know if this was before or after her disappearance um, she, but mother seems to think obviously that he is maybe behind some of it um, maybe the threatening part of it to her disappearance um, maybe he's going to threaten to take the child away Well, and even if so uh, disappearing didn't help because now he has, um, apparently, according to mother, has full custody 
of their daughter. So black shoes. <clears throat> she's got green eyes. Like she's five foot nothing, hundred pounds soaking wet, if that. She has never done anything like this before. She adores her daughter. She would never have left her daughter. And this is her daughter right here. What's her daughter's name? Emilia. And she's three years old, right? Right. Okay. She would never have left her. She left without her car, her money, her driver's license, her purse, her phones. She left with nothing on her except for the clothes on her back. She's never done that another thing that they uh they had said that uh listen to that that she left with nothing not her phone not her anything uh now earlier reports uh, had said that she didn't have any money she didn't have the car we got that part but it did say she did have her phone uh so now now the update is saying that uh this was updated five hours ago that she did not have her phone on her she never even ran away as a teenager Okay, and she had been going through a tough situation over the last few years with her uh, ex-boyfriend, right. which is the father of the little one here, and they had split custody, correct? Right. She gets her every other week, every Wednesday they trade off, and actually she was supposed to have gotten her yesterday, and she, she just... They've been fighting so much that she got scared, and she just didn't know what else to do. Okay. And uh, just a couple of days ago, the father got full custody. Yes. Um, that's what they have been fighting over is custody of the baby. And since Charlene's no longer around, we don't know where she's at. He's been granted full custody of Emilia now. Okay, all right. Um, so this is what she looks like. I, I guess, like I say, her hair is shorter now. Now they show they show a couple pictures of her. Uh, this one here on the wall that they're showing uh, is she looks much skinnier than some of the other pictures. And maybe maybe uh, when she was heavier is when she was carrying. Uh, it's a very beautiful woman. Um, really need to get get the word out and get her found. This is uh, Charlene Morrow again. And uh, uh, this uh, this reporter, whoever this guy is, uh, cool FM FM online, cool FM online. I don't know who he is. So you can go on. To, oh, it's okay. I see. It's a dot com. Cool FM online dot com. This is her daughter. Um, and she worked in and lived here in Sierra Vista uh, all her life. All her life. She was three years old when we moved here, and she's never left. Okay. And right now you're staying in her apartment. I'm staying in her apartment, yes. And you've been going back and forth to Tucson because your son is in Tucson, and so you've been trying to do your best to search for her or look, yes. get clues of anything. Sunday night, I didn't get home until 1.30 in the morning and still went to work the next day. After I got off work, I went back and looked again till about 9.30, 10 o'clock at night. Last night, I didn't get home till about 10.30 last night. We have been up and down the streets. We have been passing out flyers and We've been doing everything we can, but it just seems like to no avail. And her name is... Now, everybody's got their, their reasons and all that, but I don't think I could go to work if my child was missing. Um, and especially with the circumstances she is now telling the public is that uh, she was in fear for her life, that this person, Mark Goldner, the ex, was possibly being the one that's threatening her um he took over custody of their child and uh, you know again the mother disappears it automatically falls back to the father for uh, guardianship depending on the father's state uh of obviously 
criminal background and all that, but uh, from what I can find, I can't find anything really on him. Charlene. Someone was asking what her name is. It's Charlene, right? Right. Charlene Morrow. Charlene Morrow. And she's 32 years old. 32. Right. Okay. All right. Um. She's a good mom. She adores her daughter. She would do anything and everything for her daughter. And she's being accused of being a bad mom. And she's not a bad mom. She's not a perfect mom, but none of us are. But her daughter adores her, and now. And you also have to remember this is uh, this is the obviously the plea of a mother. Um, we don't ever speak ill. Well, most most of us don't speak ill of her, our kids. But well, it's been known. So this is mom's opinion. Um, my opinion, I I'll really, I look at this. I know I'm off subject here, but I just got gas for four dollars and thirty nine cents. Over here, it's four dollars and five cents. Anyway. I'm scared that I won't even get to see my granddaughter anymore. <clears throat> I don't know what to do. I don't know where to go anymore. I'm lost without her. She. Well, now she's talking about uh, getting to see her granddaughter. And don't know if she'll get to see her granddaughter again. Uh, well, with the disappearance of her mother, if she comes back, uh, there's obviously going to be some kind of psychedel to make sure that um, that she is mentally stable to withhold um, or watch. You know, the, the constant fear now uh, from the public or from the state, as they like to say, is is she going to is she going to disappear again? You know, she's going to run off. She ran off before and just totally left her child unattended for. So now you have to look at what the state's going to see, not publicly me. Uh, I am not the state, so I'm just assuming. I'm um, speculating. Is is the correct uh, is the correct word to use? Speculating. Um, what does the state see? Does the state see? Mom comes home, we give the child back and take another chance? Or is she going to have to go through maybe classes or a sit down, you know, like AA and uh, go through and, you know, and this, you know, provided she comes back. Uh, there was one report yesterday that she was seen in a homeless area walking with a guy. Um, I, I don't know. Uh, this is, again, speculation. One person saying one thing, and it could totally be uh, false to throw off, uh, throw off whatever. There's been, I've really not seen much uh, police work into this. I, I've seen um, the mother, um, and uh, the, I really don't see other people of her family. Uh, saying anything, just the mother. Uh, all searches I do, I did a background search on her, trying to trying to locate her. I had trouble. Uh, I found one email address. I spoke with a couple other other people. I was trying to track her her movements online, and there's really, you know, there's really not a lot of movements online. Uh, and I'm not saying this about girls in general, but most girls, 50 maybe more percent. Um, Oh, you son of a gun. Um, a 50% of girls in the world, maybe more. Um, yes, alright. Uh, they have some kind of online online activity. Um, you know, like TikTok or Instagram. Uh, and the Instagram that I did find with her... Um, had zero posts, had 40 followers, 40, she was following 40 people, so, and, yes, we hold to the possibility that she went and deleted everything before, before she left, um, but I cannot find the X anywhere, um, on the list of any of her friends, I can't even find him on Facebook, I did do a search, a background search on him, um, and it comes up that possible done two years of college no criminal background 
Um, but, you know, those background searches, they're not very good at uh, sometimes doing the background searches and actually, well, I mean, it, they're good at the background part. But they don't, um, they don't really dig in because different state, different states have different laws um, when it comes to criminal records. So maybe we need to go down and break it down to the county and actually try to get uh, try to get uh, records by going actually to the county website or circuit clerk website and whatnot. We'll try that today. To my best friend. And you talked to her how often prior to her disappearance? We talked almost every day. I mean, if we wasn't every day, it was at least every other day. Okay. Yeah, another thing, I was talking about social media accounts is, uh, I couldn't find her on Facebook. Uh, and I will give it to you, she probably has a private account. Um, but, I mean, her mom says she talks to her every day, and I'm not doubting that, I mean, but they did, I don't know what the difference between Tucson uh, and Sierra Vista. I think Sierra Vista may be like, what, a suburb of Tucson? Yeah. But, I mean, Tucson is huge. <clears throat> so, um, yeah, here. So this really is unusual. <clears throat> Very much so. Very much. I mean, this last few months she's been scared to death. She wouldn't even leave the apartment. She was scared somebody was after her. And she would even call me, Mom, will you go get such and such for dinner? Will you come over and stay the night with me? Because she was scared. She's never, like I said, she never even ran away as a teenager. She was a good girl. She did what she was supposed to. She worked at, um, I can't even think of the name of it, but she was doing medical um, referrals and whatnot. So my guess is that if somebody was threatening her, maybe the ex or the ex got somebody to do it. If somebody was threatening her, they'd done it to get custody. If this was a complete custody battle uh, where uh, the ex was constantly trying to get uh, full, full custody of the child, my guess is they scared her, so I can't see, I don't know, how people do dumb things, or they think irrational, that's the proper word, and I wouldn't say dumb. Um, but, that to completely, I mean, maybe somebody threatened her, her life so bad that it scared the bejesus out of her. And she took off to hide. So, I mean, we can't find her. Nobody's going to find her. But the question, the question would ask now is, how did she know that she could go there to the homeless or wherever she is at uh, to get away from whoever was threatening her? Um, so that that's the question I have now. Um, alright, continue. She lost her job because she was scared. She didn't want to leave. And, and, she's always worked, she's worked for Domino's right here off of Fry and, and the main gate. But, she's always worked, she's always helped anybody <laughs> and everybody. And when it came time for somebody to help her back, there was nobody but me. So, did, did she kind of, was she kind of suffering uh, uh, mentally in the last few months in particular? Yes. She, I will admit, I didn't for a while, but I will admit, yeah, in, at the last couple of months, she has mentally lost it. But with all the pressure she's been under, over fighting for Emilia, 
I don't see how she couldn't have lost him. I would have lost him. But for her to run away, like it's being said, I don't think she ran away. I don't think she ran away. I think somebody took her. Okay, and did she have a phone at all? And have you tried calling the phone or somebody? Um, she had two apples and those were still in her purse. And she had one of the cheap flip phones so her daughter could talk to her father on a nightly basis. And she had that on her. I tried calling her and it would ring and ring the first night, Sunday. Then it went to, this person is not receiving phone calls. Yesterday, on my way to Tucson, a friend of mine called and said, Julie, somebody just answered her phone. So I started calling it and it would ring and ring and ring and nobody would answer. After about the third time of me calling it, then it went back to this person is not receiving. Okay, so she does have a phone with her. It was a um, flip phone that they used to call back and forth to the father, uh, Amelia's dad. So when it's ringing, 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 so, okay, so somebody said that she had answered. Now, first of all, if she's dodging, dodging people she knows, like family members, she's going to see your number and not answer it if she doesn't want to talk to you because she knows that you're going to try to convince her to come back you got to hide your number um i i obviously i don't know of uh what star 68 or star 69 where i don't i haven't had to do that with uh android technology you could just go on and uh why are you acing up there oh i don't want um Sorry, my heater was being, <laughs> or maybe it was me. I don't know. Uh, but you see what I mean? Because if she don't want to be found, if she is purposely hiding away, she, if you can get a hold of her and convince her to come home, uh, that, and I, I worked one case that, uh, and I don't want to say her name, mainly because I might have forgotten. But she was out of Georgia, and uh, she ran away. But her family thought she was kidnapped um, when all when all the signs showed possible mental breakdown. Um, but she lived a, an extremely sheltered life. This is a completely different situation, I think. Um, <clears throat> so and and she. Uh, she tossed everything in the trash at in front of her in front of her technical college there in in Georgia, in Thomasville, Georgia. Everything's coming back now. Uh, and when I found her, you know, she's above above you know over the age eighteen. She's a a woman. She could do as she wants, and that's exactly what she wanted. She did not want her family to know where she was. Um, and that's what we have to accept in some cases like this. If they're over 18 and they wish not to be found, then they have that right and opportunity as long as they are not putting themselves or the people, um, people like that at risk. Uh, now, this being that this one, uh, this case, Charlene Morrow, Morrow, M-O-R-R-O-W, uh, she, she did have a child. Uh, and they did put the child at risk by her disappearance, uh, but that has been solved by giving full custody rights to the father, uh, Mr. Mark uh, Goldner, G-O-U-L-D-N-E-R. -E <coughs> um, so that has been solved. Uh, is she still putting herself possibly at risk? Possibly so, but we don't know the nature of of the disappearance you know we're not there we're obviously we're still getting details uh, about the disappearance um, and I think in several of the cases that we work we always get the details too late um, you know 
like one case at work, the family said that, oh, she used to go out and do this in the field, in this field, and that's eventually where they, they found her. You know, if we could have had that information sooner, I think we could have, we could have saved uh, so many more people. When you, when you do a missing person case or, or anything like that, when you give people information, you have to tell them everything. You have to tell them anything and everything, uh, whether it be a, a, a sleuth, preferably it be a law enforcement agent, everything. But you have to tell them, has she been in that field before? Has she ran away before? Has she done drugs before? You have to tell them anything and everything. I don't care how embarrassing it is. You have to tell them uh, so that they can find your daughter. They can bring uh, them back a lot. Uh, they need to know every and all details. They need to know uh, all the accounts that she has. Email accounts, online accounts, uh, social media accounts. Um, but from what I can tell, this, that this is strictly a family investigation. Uh, that, the, that really the police department is, is not involved. So my, my concern is there why one why isn't uh, the police involved uh, two I went to namus.gov which is the National Archive or National Archives for missing missing person database uh, and she was not there um, I know a couple other people have suggested to her mother to get uh, Charlene Morrow name on the missing person database and I as well has also suggested that now she may not be uh, wanting to do it uh, because she thinks maybe then it will become official to her uh, as a missing person and um, you know, it's, Sometimes it's tough for a parent to deal with. All right Is there an open police investigation yet on this situation? I reported it here in Sierra Vista. They finally did do a missing persons report on her Tucson has picked it up and they told me as of yesterday that it has gone statewide that all police scanners was going to receive a bulletin on her to keep an out, eye out for her. But that was yesterday morning and we still haven't heard nothing. Okay, so if anybody sees her and, and she's believed, she cut her hair shorter than this though, right? It should probably because she had long hair down to her butt and she had it in a ponytail and grabbed the ponytail and cut it off. So I'm assuming it's probably about here to yeah. here. Probably about shoulder okay. length. All right. Um, wow, uh, so I'm guessing you haven't gotten much sleep as a mother. No. No. I sit here and I'm worried Every time I close my eyes, I think, how can I go to sleep when my daughter's out there and I don't know if she's even got a bed to lay in. I don't know if she's alive or if she's dead. So no, I'm not getting much sleep at all. Now, someone was suggesting that you contact the Tucson television station. I guess you did tr uh, uh, do that, right? I did. I contacted... Uh, so what I don't understand is they said that uh, they tried to ping the phone with no success, but if the phone is on, if the phone is on, like when she calls and it rings and rings and rings, why could not, why wouldn't they be able to ping that location? See, that, that is what I don't understand. When, if a phone is in the on position, they could ping that last location. Um, now when it calls and it says this person is no longer taking uh, calls at this time that is obvious that the phone is in the off position that the telephone is off uh, so obviously then you couldn't ping it but those times that she calls and it rings through and just keeps on ringing uh, yeah uh, get the cops on that and ping it I can't believe that the, the police are not actively pinging that phone uh, trying to trying to locate her that's why I do not believe that the police are doing uh, the full capacity of this missing person uh, I don't know what it takes to, to ping a phone. I know I know how I would do it, but it's a little different and she would need to click on something for me to find her. So, uh, and that's 
you know, that's, you know, the only way you can do stuff without a warrant is, um, sending them a fictitious link, so to speak, that through a server would, uh, bring back and tell me, uh, where her location is. You know, if, if finding a missing person was so easy with just sending a, sending a link to a would-be bad guy, or just sending it to the phone without them having to, uh, do anything to it, then I think missing person cases would get solved a lot quicker. Or would be bad guys would start leaving, making sure that there was no phone device on them and or on on the persons that they had uh, unwillingly taking against their will. So trying to find ways, uh, trying to find ways to find uh, said persons. Um, whether it be um, to at least speak to them and ask them, listen, are you okay? Are you safe? Uh, are you are you doing this against your will? Um, and that way we can, you know, further assist her or any missing persons. Um, I kind of want to get that cell phone number now. <laughs> um, definitely gonna have to mention that to to the mom is by her calling if she is scared and don't want to be found there's a chance that um, whoa buddy a little slick there <clears throat> uh, that there is a chance um, that she sees you call uh, she's not going to pick up because she knows that you, you, you talking to her will convince her uh, to come home. Um, Alright. Channel 13 and they were interested in it. They wanted to pick it up and do an interview yesterday but was told they had to wait for the police to do their investigation or something to that effect and that they would get back with me. And another Channel 4 got a hold of my nephew and said they weren't interested in it, but I haven't heard anything from them. And is there any way to track her on her phone, like a ping kind of situation? I asked them to ping their phone. The, guy, the officer I was talking to yesterday even suggested the pinging, but his sergeant told him that unless there was a third party where she was kidnapped then they can't ping her phone uh, okay um that's very interesting all right um is there any way to check her bank <laughs> records or anything like that do you know whether or not she used has used a credit card or a debit card did she have all a bank account of, all of that is still in her purse and she she didn't when <laughs> she left she didn't take her purse she didn't take her money she didn't take no id she took nothing except for the clothes that she was wearing and possibly that lip balm. That was the only thing she had on her. My son has her purse in Tucson just in case she comes back. And that the purse has the, the phones, the Apple phones in it. Right. But she supposedly maybe had the flip phone. Right. And That's I, the only phone that she had. Right. Okay. And then her car is still in Tucson. And... I've got her apartment key because I just got my granddaughter a little kitten and somebody had to get back here to check on the kitten. Okay. So I've got the apartment keys, but my son has her purse, her money, her cards, everything else. And so Tucson Police and, and uh, Sierra Vista, a police department, are saying that they cannot ping the device. Uh, that this is an update because the flyer says uh, they were unable to ping the location. I guess per se this isn't false. <coughs> Excuse me. Picked up a cough here. It's kind of cold. Um, unless there's a third party, uh, like in a kidnapping, they are unable to uh, ping or uh, locate. The device and in a sense 
I can see I can see where they're talking about because if she just ran away and didn't want to be with anybody you know now if she took medication on a daily basis I think that would change um, because then uh, fear for life um, I can't see how that wouldn't be a, 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 an option to um, to get a ping. I, you know, again, I'm going to have to talk to, uh, we got some contacts in the FBI. We'll give them, we'll give them a call today uh, and find out uh, stipulations and rules on, on runaways and disappearances and whatnot. She took her phone. She took her phone for a reason. Why do you take your phone? Um, well, in case of emergency, bring some kind of contact. But why take that phone? Why take the little flip phone instead of your Apple phone? Uh, and I think the reason that she had the flip phone, again, like they said, was to keep in contact with the... <coughs> <coughs> to keep in contact with the dad of Amelia. And the car <coughs> and she was last seen about what time and where, uh, what it, location? It was approximately, I'm going to say between three and five because I'm not exactly sure what time. <coughs> ah. Sunday afternoon <coughs> at Craycroft and River. And we went there, the manager of the QT store looked at her video and said they seen her jump out of the car okay. and run behind the QT towards the apartments behind the store. Now, Dizzy... Uh, this is uh, updated information. Uh, they, didn't, they didn't say this uh, and haven't said it anywhere, so pay attention to this. She said that they watched the security video um all right that light was flickering that was weird um <laughs> it was on a water tower <clears throat> so what they're saying here is that uh the qt quick stop is a um gas station they checked the video surveillance and seen that she had jumped out of a car she got out of somebody's car and ran behind the qt qt quick stop and into the apartments behind uh, behind that cute quick stop. Uh, she gave the address. Also, the address is on uh, the missing person flyers. But that was the last. What all they said there was that she was last seen there, not that she was going into the apartments. Stories change. Here is saying why can't they ping the flip phone if everything is still at home Which would lead some people to believe that you know, that's obviously for one It's gonna cost five thousand dollars to ping it. What? Oh, and for two what? Okay Now the police are saying that it's gonna cost Five thousand dollars to ping the phone I've never heard that ever Because that's not how it works As far as I was concerned, five thousand—I mean, you you call and get a warrant. Uh, it's usually granted in the case that you have a missing person. A missing person report has been filed, and then the officers can go upon that. Let's listen. Like I said, <laughs> they said that they can't do that unless we have proof that she was kidnapped. Okay, so it's got to be. Okay, but due to the fact that she ran out of this car, right? She got she got out on her own. On her ran. own. And then she was with friends in this car in Tucson. Right. Okay. So, question. Who were the friends that she was with? That's what we need to know now. Whose car did she get out of? They have to know more information. Where she was going, what her plans were. You need to talk to those people. Mental note. I don't have an ink pen. Damn it. <clears throat> when she got out of the car, um, she got out of a friend's car and ran and ran 
Uh, we don't know the weather uh, at that time. April was April 2nd, I believe it was, at 3 p.m. and ran around the corner uh, behind uh, the QT quick stop to the apartment building behind it or around it. Why is she running? Well, we know why she's running. She's fearful for her life, right? Um, who, whose apartment? Uh, again, whose, um, whose car did she get out of? But she didn't have anything on her but maybe the flip phone. She actually took her girlfriend's jacket out of the back seat and I found out today that she also grabbed her girlfriend's ball cap out of the back seat, I'm assuming, to disguise herself. Okay. Um, but the police department can ping it if they want, but they have to have more proof that maybe she was kidnapped. Is right. that what you're saying? Yes. And as time goes on, longer and longer, do you think that you can convince them to ping it? Uh, or is, are you going to have to come up? I don't know. I'm going to start kidding with the police department. No, I don't know anything about that $5,000. I've never ever in my life heard a police department complain or say that it costs $5,000 to ping a phone. Uh, I'm definitely going to have to investigate that and ask some questions. Uh, and I will obviously, um, I'm going to have to follow a repeat up with this. Um, man, I'm really good, glad we decided this over over what I was going to do. Because what I was going to do is just circumstantial BS and just kind of read. You know, I love, I love to read. Uh, but listening to this has been uh, insight on this investigation. Um, <clears throat> we know that... The police won't ping her phone because it costs $5,000, and they need more information before they can um, ping it. Now, they can ping it. Uh, they can ping it all day long uh, and find her location. Um, find her. When they talk to her, if she doesn't want to be found, that's all she's got to say. I don't want to be found. I'm okay. I willingly left. And that's it. They don't have to, they don't have to tell anybody where she's at if she does not want to be found. So, uh, why Tucson is saying that, if, they, if Tucson is saying this, um, then, um, yeah, I know. <laughs> Car can see the right lane, but not the left. Uh, don't ask. Stupid radar. Uh, so, the question remains now, okay, whose car did she get out of? Why can't Tucson ping the phone now? Is that $5,000 a credible thing about the ping? Um, if it is, why wouldn't you just start a GoFundMe account and get the $5,000 from, from the public? Um, but I, you got to be careful here because want to make sure that this is a credible thing that about the, the ping and five cost costing that much money I can't believe that it would cost that much money because all you need again is a warrant uh, from a court saying hey listen <clears throat> you go to the state's attorney or whoever you go to as a cop and say I need a warrant to ping the location of a missing person if the missing person file has been uh, file, if it has been placed, uh, then, um, then the warrant is usually granted, and the ping is usually also granted. In the Naomi, Naomi Arion case, I mean, uh, her town was considerably smaller, um, I'm not saying less money, but small towns are usually, um, I don't know, anyway, uh, so, the question, yeah, okay, so why can't they ping? If, if they can in Fernley, Nevada, and they can ping anywhere else in the world, in any other case, in any other runaway case, no matter big or small or anything, why can you do it in those cases, but all of a sudden you can't do it here? Um, cases in Tucson before and why why not now just and they
they can ping it, and like I said, they can ping it and not tell the family. All right, here we go. Apartment tomorrow, today, I just kind of like lost everything. Yeah. I just sat here and cried most of the day. <laughs> but I'm going to get back on the saddle and start getting with the police department here in Sierra Vista and in Tucson and finding out what we can. We drove all over Tucson yesterday. There was a whole group of us. One hit one side, the other hit the other side. We were where she was last seen and we had people all over looking at the homeless shelters, at the homeless camps, anywhere the, the uh, women's shelters. We were all over Tucson yesterday. What friend was she with? Was it a couple of friends? Uh, no, it was just one. She one. she showed up at her house yesterday morning and asked to use her shower. You mean sun, Sunday? Or Sunday, Sunday. I'm sorry. Yeah. The I'm days sorry. are getting blending together here, I'm sure. But she showed up at her friend's house Sunday and asked to use her shower. They had lunch. They sat and talked for a while. Then Charlene borrowed her phone. And no. went outside, came back and about an hour and a half later and said, we got to go. We got to go because they're going to get me. They're following me right now. And they jumped in her girlfriend's car and took off and ended up off, up there off of Craycroft and River. Craycroft and River. And that's where Charlene jumped out of the car. And her friend didn't really know why she jumped out at that given moment? She didn't understand what Charlene was saying because she didn't know what was going on in Charlene's life. And so she pulled over and she started calling 911. She thought, which now I agree, my daughter had lost figure of speech, lost her mind. And that's when she jumped out of the car while the girlfriend was making a phone call to 911 because she thought she needed mental help. And someone is asking, is she on drugs? Everybody has asked me that. I will tell you, I was on drugs. And when I got cancer, and my daughter yelled at me and told me, Mom, if you don't get off of it, I won't have nothing to do with you ever again. No, my daughter was not on drugs. She did not believe on drugs. Yes, she did drink occasionally but drugs no drugs is she doesn't even take ibuprofen okay all right um what about the phones that your son has the iphone someone was asking did you go through the messages at all uh were those iphones active or one of them her phones have been hacked what and we have proof of it We've been to the store here in town. So that's why she's got so many phones is because every time she got a phone, it has been hacked. And her stuff on it has been deleted. And so, no, I haven't been able to go through her phones because it's got a password on it. I tried. I found her laptop a while ago and I can't get on it either. Yeah, all right. So, yes, she did live here in Sierra Vista. Someone was asking, did she live in Sierra Vista or Tucson? She was just visiting a friend in Tucson, and then, of course, her son is there, too, her brother. Uh-oh. Taking a break, I guess, and she didn't have custody of the daughter that week. She was supposed to take custody because it's a week on, a week off of the daughter. She was supposed to get custody back uh, yesterday. yesterday. She was supposed to pick her up yesterday. No. Okay, all right. Wow, all right. Um, I don't know what to say. Anything else uh, that you can add to this? Um, Just if you get any kind of word, I'm on Facebook. It's all over Facebook. I've got hundreds of people. I did a YouTube video. It's already gotten all the way to Canada. So you can even see the YouTube video. It's all over Facebook. If you see her, hear from her, anything, I don't care if she's alive or dead. I prefer alive, but my heart's already telling me she's not.
But if you know anything, just get in touch with me or my nieces or my nephews. It's all over Facebook. I don't believe she does. Uh, being the, um, the phone is still connected. Um, I, I, I don't, I don't like that, uh, the, the police won't do a, a ping. Uh, I'd never heard that the ping needs $5,000, uh, to be able to do it. That, that does not sound right. Uh, I do suggest, I did suggest that her mother get, um, uh, get her registered on, uh, NamUs, which is the National Archives, or, or National, I don't know if it's archives, uh, but it's for missing, missing persons database. Uh, so she needs to get that for sure. Um. <coughs> <coughs> Uh, we are 50 minutes in. It is 37 degrees Fahrenheit, 6.32 a.m. here in Midworld. It is <laughs> snowing. I've seen two different gas stations uh, here in Midworld uh, that had cheaper gas than what I just got it for. So that's kind of upsetting. Uh, by 30 cents, so it's quite a bit different. Um, a lot of traffic today. Um, so... Uh, we're bearing down on the 60 minute mark where uh, it does not like it when we record that long. Uh, so we're going to have to cut it short here. 51 minutes 28 seconds seems long enough. Uh, it's good conversation, good palabar. Uh, 30, uh, 37 degrees Fahrenheit here in Midworld. Snowy, rainy mix. 6.32 a.m. Um, hope you all have a great day. We will follow up with this um, this evening. Uh, after work and uh, discuss any information that we can find. So we want the phone, the ping information. <clears throat> Whose car did she get out of? Whose apartment did she run into? That's it. This is Just a Curve. Thank you for the Palabar. Have a good one.